transition over to football now. You know, another big tall guy, except for he's on the he's on the football field and everything. You know, big sits sits, uh, offensive tackle. Uh, had a great career at, at Western Kentucky. Was a freshman all freshman all conference uh, USA is two in 2019. Uh, this past season, 2022, it was second team all conference. He played left tackle and then he had to move over and play right tackle. And then he had to move over to left tackle after there was an injury on their offensive line. So this guy is a very versatile offensive lineman. He's a guy that I hear he get at you. You know, he, he can get at you now. He's he's one of those mean guys. They like they say he's a gentle giant away from the field, but on the field, you know, he's one of those those mean street guys that you like to hear and like to see about. So let's bring on Mr. Gunnar Britton. Oh, how are y'all? Gunner, what's going on? Nothing much. Actually, I just finished my lift about 20 minutes ago. So oh, I'm getting to do a little this. interview in the car, you know? Yeah, so you're nice. pumping jack right now then. Absolutely. My legs are, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but Gunner, talk, yeah. Well, talk, hey, well, welcome to the show, man. Talk about, you know, just the whole overall transition from Western Kentucky. Man, y'all threw the ball a ton when you was there. And uh Y'all only y'all was one of the top ten offensive linemen, offensive line groups in college football, giving up the least amount of sacks. And I, I think that says a lot as much as y'all threw the football. Uh just talk about transitioning here to Auburn. What made you want to come to Auburn and uh and, and what got you to this point so far? Well, I mean, obviously, so it's a completely different offense. I came from so when I was first at Western, we did more of a pro style, very mm-hmm. similar to you saw USC. So our Head coach is his older brother, was Clay Helton, the old coach at USC before Lincoln Riley. Very similar to that offense. And then 2021, we started doing the air raid. And we actually had – his name is Zach Kitley. He's the OC at Texas Tech. He was Patrick Mahomes' quarterback coach. So he's came over and brought that whole system. And, I mean, I was blessed to have coaches that played in the air raid and played at Texas Tech and knew how to do the pass pro stuff. And, I mean, it shows, you know – our coaches and how we were as players when, I mean, I think even when we played Auburn last year, I believe we threw it 57, 58 times. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think we gave up one sack late in the game. So, I mean, you know, obviously that's our, that was our bread and butter. It's the same with people who run the ball. If you run counter 25 times a game, you better be really good at counter. If you throw the ball 50 times, you better be pretty good at pass pro. So obviously, you know, that was our kind of thing. You know, coming here, I had the privilege to play. It was senior night for you guys last year. Yeah got to come play in the stadium and it was my second time playing in the sec i got to play against arkansas in 2019 and i mean just the different culture from us like y'all to arkansas it was completely different i mean i'm pretty sure we had right at i think y'all had 89,000 people in the stands i felt the true sec culture and i mean even you know getting down toward the end of the season i kind of knew that i was going to be able to have the ability to enter the portal and you know garner some attention and stuff and i mean i remember telling my dad like when i left i was like hey like this is somewhere I could see myself playing. You know, this is the atmosphere. Obviously, grew up in South Carolina. I was a South Carolina fan. I remember watching Auburn beat them twice with Cam Newton. I had a buddy at South Carolina's game. I was actually at the SEC championship. So, I mean, you know, growing up, knowing the traditions that Auburn has and getting to see, I mean, one year I got to see the Eagle fly, and I'm like, you know, I'm getting to watch it, and I'm like, dude, this is one of the coolest traditions in college football, and I'm sitting here on the field. So, you know, Seeing all that in person gave me kind of a different feel. So when I got in the portal and stuff and Coach Freeze and Coach Thornton called me and stuff, I kind of knew about Auburn from what it looks like playing there, whereas a lot of guys that we brought in never really played Auburn. So they don't really know how it is at a true Auburn game day. 
And hopefully I have a little bit better experience on the other side now where I actually get to play for them against them, you know, instead of against them. But, I mean, the portal, I kind of knew what I wanted. I grew up down south. You want to play in the SEC. It's the biggest conference. There's a reason. Like, I think we looked at it the other day, like how many guys come to the NFL from the SEC compared to every other conference. So, I mean, for me growing up, you know, I always watched SEC. That's – you know, that was what I grew up on. So for me, you know, having the ability to come to a school that was closer to home and I wanted the tradition of playing at Auburn, you know. And, I mean, it's something what I tell people, like even my brothers, like I'll be an Auburn fan for the rest of my life. This is what my kids will know growing up is, you know, how I grew up a South Carolina fan. They're going to get to grow up an Auburn fan. And, you know, it just means a lot to me to go to a place that's a true blue blood of college football where I get to have all the cool traditions and stuff. So I'm excited for it. Oh, good deal. Good deal. Well, Gunnar, I, I was looking at your uh, profile, and, and you mentioned going to play at Arkansas, and it said that you blocked an extra point in 2019 <laughs> at Arkansas. Are, are you are you pushing the coaches to let you on on some special teams here? Uh, I wish. I actually. So it's kind of so the whole how I started as a freshman. I was like 270 pounds. Really, y'all. See, I'm six six. I'm a big dude. Probably shouldn't be playing at 270. But I got there, was on four different special teams. I'm on kickoff return. And I'm like, like, I remember the first, we played Central Arkansas the first game. And I'm like, what did I sign up for? Like, this ain't offensive line. And um, so then, you know, the whole season I got to play. I was on field goal block. And I got so close so many times. And then finally against Arkansas. And if you ever watch the video, dude, I look look like a clown. Because I'm like jumping up and down. (laughs) Like, you can tell I've never been able to, I've never been in that situation in my life. And um, but it set me up because actually, so this year I caught a deflected pass for I had like a twelve yard run on fourth and eleven, and that was up until the point it was the Arkansas block field goal that was the coolest thing, and then the the deflected pass I was like finally I can top the Arkansas because at least I got up and did the first down thing and looked a little bit more athletic I guess. Well, hey, I tell you what, uh, Gunner, being at Auburn, expect anything and everything. You know, I'm pretty sure you've seen the the game where. You know, Bama kicked the field goal short. We ran oh. all the way back for a touchdown. Get the Hail Mary against Georgia. You know, we've had some crazy games happen here at Auburn uh, in the years past. But, you know, talk about, you know, you come in with an offensive line group that's kind of rebuilt. You know, mm-hmm. you get Avery Jones. You get Dylan Wade. Um, you know, yourself is here. You know, you also got too tall Miller. You know, you come in with a great group of guys that's going to add to this. And I'm missing one of our guys from Tulsa is here as well. So mm-hmm. talk about, you know, the transition as far as like all you guys coming in together, working together. How much time do y'all spend actually with one another trying to get on the same accord because the season is upon us. And like I said, y'all haven't played a game yet together to understand chemistry with one another. So how do you get up to speed in a quick way? Well, I mean, it starts with one. I'm a firm believer in, like, hanging out outside of football is uh-huh. the best way to make relationships. I mean, dude, you've played. The best teams are the guys who hang out away from football. It's That's yep. where, for me as a lineman, like, I – one, if I – like, giving up a sack, I take it personal. Like, it's like, you know, the quarterback's one of my good friends. I take it personal if I get that guy hit. And that's kind of how, mm-hmm. for me, that's how, you know, you're able to excel in the field. And, I mean, even – D Wade, I get the opportunity, especially in the summer, I lift with D Wade every day. I've gotten really close with him. Me and Avery have a cool connection because we're both older guys. We're both six years. Like he's kind of, you know, we're in the same stage of life kind of deal. And I mean, even Tutal, actually, me and Tutal went on an official visit to Mississippi State together. So I knew Tutal before we even, you know, I saw him commit. And then I obviously committed. And I mean, that was a cool relationship. And I mean, even 
the cool thing about it is, and that's even when I was in the portal, is I wanted to come to a team with a kind of a fresh start. Yeah. So everybody the first day, you know, we all like I, I mean I met Coach Thornton before, but all the guys here didn't know who he was. So I kind of got to be the guy who's like, hey, this guy knows, you know, he know they know what's going on. Like I'm a 23 year old. I committed to this staff for a year. You guys can trust it, and we can build something here. And I can be almost a bridge of the gap to help, mm-hmm. you know build it in one year one so in year two three and four they have that culture and stuff so i mean it's it's been special for me getting to you know everybody in the group from you got jeremiah Wright, tate johnson cam studs like you know getting used to playing with guys that i never played with at western i played with the center that was at western he was my best friend we did everything together he had been there for five years with me so it's like when we step on the field it was almost a natural thing we're here you kind of got to build the work towards it but i mean we hang out outside of football. We do stuff on the weekends together. And that's, to me, that's how you got to build the bond. And it's not just in the line room, it's everybody. You know, you got to try to hang out with the quarterbacks, the running backs, you know, the tight ends, the receivers. Because at the end of the day, the way I look at it, all I can do is block somebody. That's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, <laughs> but hey, I need my quarterback to go throw it deep to my receivers. And I mean, even then, y'all see on Saturdays, when the receiver catches it, you're going to see me sprinting down there. Because it's like, yeah. For me, you know, that's how I could kind of get to live through somebody is, hey, I did my job, so my guys went and did theirs. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been special. And, I mean, these guys are – they're awesome. They love to work. I, that's, you know, it's I wish great. they let Lyman spike the football after they scored, Brian. You know, like when, yeah, a, receiver, when a receiver score, running back score, you know how to do in the NFL, just toss it to the linemen sometimes. Let them just, like, just spike that puppy because, like you said, everything starts up front. You know, whether it's defensive line, offensive line, the the fastest team is going to win is a team that can get to the quarterback the fastest and a team that can set a wall up to protect your quarterback. So, you know, those are all great things to hear because uh, we're excited you're here. We're excited about this whole new group and new football team and uh, and everything. So, you know, we, we, we love what we're hearing from you, man. And, Brian, I'll let you chime in now. Yeah, Gunnar, you mentioned um, the pass set at Western Kentucky, how much you had to use that last couple of years. Um What's changed for you at Auburn? And, and forgive me, but you look like a guy who might enjoy, you know, lining up and, and going in that direction, knocking some heads, right? No, it's, um, it's uh, you know, looking at schemes. Another thing in the portal and stuff, being an older guy, is we used to do something, if you call it like, Jason, you know, air raid is vertical yeah. set. Yep. You just basically go straight back. We're here, you know, I can utilize a little bit different stats and stuff. And, I mean, every good lineman has three to four different pass sets they can use. And even running off the ball, the run stuff we do here is something that, for my, in my opinion, it complements what I do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys see, like, I'm a pretty athletic guy to be as big as I am. So coming to a system that fits what I can do as a player and help me, you know, showcase all that I can do. And that's what's tough about the air raid is there's always the question, well, can he run block? You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's like, hey, I mean, okay, last year we played 14 games and threw it 670 times. So it's like, okay, like – we can you can look at the stats and how many sacks you give up in 670 pass attempts. Be like, okay, he can probably pass for a pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, what can he do run blocking and stuff? And I mean, here in this offense, it's going to give us more of a breakdown. I mean, you'll have games where you run it more than you throw it. You have games where you throw it more than you run it. That's how college football is. If you're up by 14 with in the third quarter, you're probably going to run it most of the game, and you're going to try to run the clock out and just you know really and truly kill the other team and bury the other team, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jason will tell you how many games where you got five minutes left in the fourth and you're like, all right, I'm putting it in somebody else's hands every time. 
You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And we're going to run it out. And, I mean, it's, you know, credited the offensive line. And even what I like to do, I like to be able to look at the other team. And it's – there's five minutes left. We're up by ten. And they know it, we're going to run it. And you're not going to stop it. And that's that's the fun part of college football. And, that, trust me, it's fun throwing it 50 times and throwing it all around the yard too. But, yeah. you know, that's kind of what even what we're saying about how, you know, all I can do is block. If I can put the game on my back and run the ball – and have our running backs, you know, crease and stuff. That's mm-hmm. that makes it fun and makes it special. And I mean, it's a, it's just a different scheme than what I'm used to. It was big talking to Coach Montgomery when I came on my visit. We talked for like four hours just about the yeah. different schemes that he likes and stuff. Because I mean, even as a player and as a person, that's the stuff I like to do is right. really break down the okay, why are we doing this? Like, why is this what you do? And I mean, it's you know, you can tell why he's had success in the past in the offense he's yeah. made. You know. So it's nice. Yeah, you talk about, you know, just being part of a, a guy that played right tackle, played left tackle, and so you're versatile along the offensive line because things happen in the season. You know, knock on wood, we stay healthy the entire year. Uh, but being able to have that versatility. But then you talk about you look across now being involved in the SEC. When you look across and you're blocking the defensive end, it doesn't matter if he's the right end or he's the left end. You know, in this conference, you know, they're pretty highly touted guys. And I know you're probably looking forward to that competition because, like I said, it just keeps boosting your stock. The more that you can show to the NFL the type of guy that you are, the type of player, this is definitely, I think, a great situation for you. Are there any games – or any players from other com- that is in our conference that you look forward to saying, man, he's a great talent. I look forward to playing against him. And, you know, what are some of the big SEC games that's on our schedule that, that you kind of got like, man, I can't wait to see the atmosphere for this game? Well, I mean, obviously the I mean, the first one that comes to mind, we get to play in the Iron Bowl. That's a yeah. historic game. Everybody knows the defense in. They have it Alabama. You know, one, mm-hmm. the thing about the difference in the SEC to compared to what I'm used to is – you know, I faced last year, you know, excluding Derek Hall, I right. faced, I think I faced one other DN that even, he didn't get drafted, he was a UDFA. And I've normally faced one or two a year, but here I'm going to face six or seven that are, even if they're not this year's class, they're going to be coming out soon. I mean, you look at, I mean, for example, Georgia's defense, they've had a first round DN and a first round D tackle the last, what, three years? Yep. Like, I mean, that's the thing about the SEC, and it's even with us in our D-line. We're going to have guys that are draft picks. So it's like the whole being able to practice against and go play against it, I mean, what you're saying, it helps my stock as a player. And, I mean, that's what, none, truth be told, the most fun I had last year in a game was blocking Derek Hall because you know how good he is. Right. And that's, I mean, you can look at, I mean, he was a second-round pick. He was, what, pick 38 in the second, or like mm-hmm. the overall draft. So you can look at a guy and be like, okay, this dude was a highly touted guy. And I'm a, I'm going and blocking him, and I'm not looking like I shouldn't be out here. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. So for me, I mean, games I look forward to, Alabama's going to be awesome. Like playing in the Iron Bowl, that's something that's special. That's why you come to Auburn. Playing at Georgia, that's a huge rivalry. You've seen, I mean, even you talked about the deflected pass. Like I remember watching that game and being like, oh my, like Auburn just won this game. But it was like six seconds left, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, so those two are big ones. Um, the other big one that I'm really looking forward to is LSU at night, or if it is at night. I really, you know, that's – you look up every site, Death Valley at night, that is, you know, even if it's a day game, there's still going to be 100,000 people and they're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you want at what, night, though. At night, oh, 100%. Well, because, I mean, that's the – you know, that's the atmosphere. I mean, it's up there with – you look at 
a Michigan stadium, Ohio mm-hmm. State stadium. You know what I'm saying? LSU at night is like that's – and I hate to say that my time at Western wasn't college football, but it's just a different – it's a different level. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a different thing. Like even we've had – I have family in Mississippi, and they've already told my parents, like, hey, if you go to LSU, like, and y'all win, you need to get out quick. It's like they're <laughs> – you know what I'm saying? So it's like for me, you know, getting to play in that – where, I mean, I've played in front of, you know, Western, we averaged 30, 35,000 a game. So it was an awesome experience. 80 plus every it's, game. You know, it's nothing to what this is. And I mean, it's, you know, it's diehard fans that are, you know, it's it's different. And I mean, actually, I, I compare it to like even my friends up north. NFL is huge in the north. They have traditions and stuff. That's how college football is in the south. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even, you know, walking around Auburn and stuff and people will be like, hey, like you play like. One, you know, I'm a big white guy. I'm like, everyone's like, yeah, you play football. Like, you are 300 pounds and you're 6'6", six, six, you play football. You know, just seeing people in that, you know, I've had people, you know, my cousin went there. I've been a fan for 80 years. My great-granddad played on the team. You know what I'm saying? It's just the tradition of Auburn University and stuff. So, I mean, there's those are the three that I am really look forward to. I think Texas A&M at Texas A&M, that's another one that's, you know, just a huge game that, you know, not many people get to go play in. So it's going to be really fun to go play in those games and stuff. So, Most definitely. Well, Gunnar, I wanted to ask you about uh, your, your first name. It's kind of an original name, and I'm, I'm wondering how it sort of uh, came about, uh, family, or, or just a uh, story behind it. Well, so basically, so I have twin older brothers. So my dad is William John Britton, and one brother is William Britton, and the other one's John Britton. So basically, I come – like 10 years later and they're like yeah what are we going to name this kid and he actually the first one he was going to go with was chipper after chipper jones okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, my dad was like if i name him chipper he's never going to be athletic yeah <laughs> jinx him from the start and then one day i want to say maybe they were like looking in a baby book or something and just were like like my dad saw it and it was like right before i was born because they were like what are we going to name this kid you know do we want to go to the family route do we what are we going to do and, like, a week before I was born, they found Gunner, and he's like, that's it. Like, that's his name. So, I mean, that's – you know, and I I love it. The cool thing about me, I mean, I'm, my name's Gunner. I'm born on February 29th. I mean, I you know, I have all kinds of weird – you know, like, I mean, most people are leap day babies. So, I mean, that's – people around here, especially on our team, they love saying I'm only five years old. You know, like, yeah. like, dude, how do you not have a real birthday? <laughs> So, I mean, that's, you know, it's all, it's all, you know, it's all pretty cool. So, I mean, I like it because I get to, you know, I get to be unique, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's something cool to me, so. I tell you what, man, you are definitely a great uh, asset to this football team, not just on the field, but off the field, you know, uh, just being, bringing that that energy, that leadership. Uh, like I said, you always got to have that even kill mindset, you know, it can't just always be all ball all the time. You got to be able to know your brothers that you're playing with, you know, know their families, who they're, what they're like, all those type of things just add to, you know, why you come to Auburn, why you play it, why you play the game. But before I let you out of here, we have five rapid fire questions, but I got to ask you about NIL, you know, NIL, uh, we're on the on to victory podcast and, you know, NIL has changed the game in college sports, uh, you know, drastically uh, talk about like, you know, how has NIL benefited for you? How has it benefited for your teammates? And, uh, you know, just as, as an overall. Um, one, it's crazy. So a lot of these guys, and it's my sixth year in college. I've watched the transfer <laughs> portal. I've watched where you can't transfer before you're a grad. I've watched where if you transfer, you can't get eligibility. You know, I've watched all of it. And even NIL, I remember when first, NIL first came out, and I'm like, dude, like, 
they're only going to pay like seven guys, you know, like they're going to pay right. the Caleb Williams and Bryce Young's of the world, you know. And then, you know, I get to a place here because, I mean, even at Western, like Western started trying to do a collective kind of like what On to Victory is. At, it was when I left, so it was this past year. But, I mean, what On to Victory does is, I mean, it just takes stress off of athletes. And it kind of – what I like about it is I get to talk to fans and engage with people that, you know, they care about the program. And, I mean, that's the whole – even why I came to Auburn in general is just to be able to talk to people that, you know, they – lead blue and orange you know what i'm saying and that's what i mean for me personally i mean it's allowed me to you know save for my future and just help take care of my family and just kind of you know connect with people on a different side that i've never had you know like it was and i love western to death it's a great place but you don't have a thousand people that are hey we want to know who gunner britain is without a helmet on you know what i'm saying right and that's the big thing for me that i like is i mean everybody knows what tom brady looks like not everybody knows what Tom Brady's left tackle looks like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Thanks. And that's and that's the <laughs> that's the truth of it. But you know, on to victory kind of lets you know everybody on the team. I mean, even this podcast, we've done a couple zooms and stuff where like, you know, fans get to truly just like, I mean, ask personal questions and kind of find out who the players are under the helmet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I think it's really cool to like bridge a gap between, you know, the players and the fans, I would say. Oh, good deal, man. Good deal. Brian, you got any questions before I get into the rapid fire and put him on the hot seat? Uh, maybe Peyton Thorne, just uh, how's he fit in, uh, you know, since he's been in here. And, and what do you think about his arm? Uh, well, so funny story again. I played Peyton <laughs> in 2021. I actually got to witness him and Kenneth Walker at Michigan State. So okay. I've kind of known who Peyton was before I knew who Peyton was. But, I mean, he's – He's a jam up dude. He's very similar to how I, you know, even we talk about like, and even my thing is all off the field stuff. If I can't like the person off the field, then how am I going to play my hardest for him? And he is, you know, me and him are very similar mindset. You know, I've sat down with him and I actually went and played golf with him this past weekend, you know, just trying to make a bond off the field. And I mean, he's, he's a jam up guy. He's, you know, I think he's everything. I actually, we watched him, Man, it was funny. Me and D Wade watched him because he's a big, you know, like all the quarterbacks go and throw and stuff. But when you get a new quarterback, you kind of want to see what he's got. So we and D Wade are watching him, and he threw a little seam over the middle. And we're like, I mean, I watched that ball, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Let's go. Let's go do our (laughs) O-line stuff, you know. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's definitely – he's legit. He's everything I thought he would be. And, I mean, the best thing about him is as good a football player he is, he's a better person. And that's the, you know, that's the big thing for me. So, I mean – Love the dude. Love hanging out with him. I mean, he's just, you know, he's a worker. He comes in our runs. He works, you know. He's a the, – he brings the leadership mentality, you know. So, it's it's nice to, you know, have that. I mean, we have other quarterbacks that do the same thing. I'm, I'm curious to see how they all do and how the competitions and stuff go. But, you know, getting a guy like that who's had that starting experience and has that, you know. He, even I've talked to him about, you know, what made him leave Michigan State, you know, and he's very spiritual and stuff. And it was a thing that he felt, you know, the Lord was leading him to do. And, you know, what he kind of – what he left behind to get mm-hmm. – to come to Auburn. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a yeah. big thing. I mean, especially with what you're saying, NIO and stuff is – I mean, you'll see guys leave for money. You'll see guys leave for opportunity. You'll see guys leave because they're not playing. You know, like what mm-hmm. is it that made you want to come here, you know? All right, all right. So, I mean, you know, finding stuff out like that. And, I mean, just hanging out with him and building a bond with him, you know. But he's he's awesome. And he's he's got a cannon. And he can put it where he wants it. So, it's really nice. 
Well, hey, we look forward to seeing all this stuff transition. Like I said, I'll be down there the first couple of first week in August when you got to get ready to you know, tip it off. And mm-hmm. it's going to be hot down here in the gunner. I'm telling you, you know, it's, it's a little different heat. But no, you guys are all, all about it, man. And uh, I look forward to covering you guys and, and calling hip call your games on Saturdays. Real quick, five rapping fire before we bring on our next guest, who's another transfer guy. And, uh, you know, I think I can dunk on him in basketball. You know, I hear he was an ex basketball player. You probably, oh, know I'd give him 20, I'd give him 25. Not even close. <laughs> I would. Yeah, before we break Elijah over here in a little bit, but what's your favorite place to eat at in Auburn so far? Oh, man. I really like Bow and Arrow, and I like a place called Kabuki. I know my man said okay. Makata earlier. Kabuki, Kabuki has better steak and rice. I'm telling you, and shrimp, in my opinion. I go there, dude. They know me by my first name. (laughs) I go there like three times a week. That's what's up. What's your favorite food to eat the night before a big competition? Well, I normally keep it simple. I go, I go straight salad to start. Then I normally do one or two steaks, a little bit of mashed potatoes. If the chicken strips are good, I'll get some chicken strips and then shrimp, and I'll get a little bit of shrimp. One or two steaks. So you eat two mm-hmm. steaks. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Brian. See, that's the type of offensive yeah. line you need, right? You gotta there. think. You know well, that's why. That's why I like kabuki. <laughs> I can get double steak, shrimp, and double rice. And they like. I'm uh, talking. I walk in there. They know what I'm getting. It's great. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. What do you do to calm your? Uh, you know, every, sometimes guys get nervous a little bit before games, or whatever. What do you do to calm your nerves before a big game? Uh, man, the way I look at it, like the first play is the only play you're ever nervous. And that's how I am. Like, you get butterflies. But, I mean, dude, I'm, you know, I rely on my training. At the end of the day, I mean, when you get tired, like, that's what even we try to, I try to do in conditioning is, when, you know, when you get tired, you go back to your training. It's the same thing. It's kind of like a military thing. As you see guys, you know, when you were at your worst, you revert back to what you've done before. So, it's like, for me, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm just a player. I got to go one play at a time. There is no – you know, if you're not nervous, you don't care. So there's yeah. going to be a little bit of nervousness in there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just football. You know, and I take it back to what I tell people. Like, when I was eight years old, this is what I dreamed to do. So it's like, you know, I just try to go make the eight-year-old me proud and, you know, have fun doing it. You know, it's a game at the end of the day, and I want to have the most fun I can out there. Good. Who's your most, Who's your favorite? Uh, I want to word this question. I would say, who's an athlete that you look up to or like to tailor your game out there, or you know, as a person and a player? Uh, the dude I try to tailor my game. His name is Brian O'Neill. Probably have no idea who he is. He's the Minnesota Vikings right tackle. We uh, we were doing player comparisons, and that's the guy I've got. So I've watched. I mean, I watched four games of his this weekend, just trying to see how he plays. Because I've been told, you know, hey, you kind of look like him. You kind of play like him. Um, the mentality wise, dude, I love Tom Brady because I mean, for me, he's a six round pick. Dude, I was a two star at a high school. Nobody expected me to be where I'm at today. Nobody expected me to even have a chance to play in the NFL. So it's like that chip on the shoulder of like, hey, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be no different than anybody else here. That's kind of, you know, carried me to where I'm at today. And I mean, you know, my thing is pride always comes before the fall. So I can't ever get prideful. There's always more work to do. So. Gotcha. Last one. What is the biggest Auburn tradition you're looking forward to this season? Is it War Eagle Fly? Is it the you know? Is it Tiger Walk? Is it? Well, see, I've done the. I've seen the. I've seen the eagle. Like I've seen him fly. So I can't. You know, like I I've already seen it. So I can't look forward to it because I know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I wanted the Tiger Walk. I I saw pictures of it. 
I think that's going to be awesome. But I mean, dude, the eagle, like I remember looking at it on the sideline and I'm like, dude, that, it's bigger than you think. That's what I don't think people realize. It's like, I'm like looking at it and I mean, I'm like, dude, this thing, like, this thing will get after you a little bit if it wants to attack yeah. you. But I say, I mean, the tiger walk is going to be cool, you know, getting that. At the end of the day, I mean, for me, like, that's parts of why you play college football at a high level is you get to, you know, see. I mean, even so when we played Auburn, I remember the student section was at the game. We're So normally when you do your pregame warm-ups, it's two hours before the game. Mm-hmm. There ain't a soul in the stadium. You might see a couple, you know, CBS guys walking around, getting stuff set up. We go to play Auburn. I walk out to do my little pregame stuff. Student section's packed. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, dude, it's two and a half. Hours. Like, we're not, like, we're not even at the 90-minute clock. Cause you know the big clock that's got 90 <laughs> right. minutes? Right. Right, dude, we haven't it ain't even 90 minutes yet, and these people are already out here. But I mean, I'd, so, I'd, Tiger Walk's going to be fun. The Eagles going to be all – you know, the Eagles got to be number one, though. That thing's yeah. awesome. Good deal, man. Well, Gunner, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Like I said, uh, your name meets the person, you know, like you have a lot of fire about yourself, man. And uh, I think this team is going to fuel off of that. Uh, most definitely. I think you're one of our great leaders on this football team. And I think Auburn's going to have a special season this year. Uh, I think you guys keep working together, keep pushing each other, uh, take it one day at a time, one step at a time. And I think the bond will continue to grow, like you said, off the field, which will make things on the field a lot more easier because you'll know a lot more about each other than just lining up beside each other playing football. So uh, continue to do what you do. Uh, do you, can you say one thing about our next guest, Elijah McAllister, that we don't know? Uh, I'm trying to think. But one, dude, he's got he's about to be a doctor, I'm pretty sure. I think he's <laughs> getting his PhD right now. He is like incredibly smart. Um I can almost beat him in a hill sprint. I know that much. Okay. Okay. I get him okay. a couple of times. <laughs> and he is, I will give him I he'd probably do me in a basketball. He's he's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. Well good deal then. <laughs> I appreciate it, Gunner. Thanks for coming on and War Eagle. Absolutely, War Eagle. Appreciate it, Gunner.